Yes, yes, everybody. Welcome in to episode 152 of the Dumb Marks Podcast, the Ring General. The boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch back at it again. And much like Barstool and AEW recently with firings, we had to make some cuts and layoffs. <laughs> here. But we're an inclusive show, so we kept one black guy, one white guy. <laughs> Sounds about right, you know. <laughs> PC up in here. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Jason and Chris um, have other stuff going on, uh, other commitments. Chris may be joining in the car. Who knows what he's going to do? Um, he's going to some housewarming party out in a yuppie area a brunch, of the city. Or a brunch. Oh, yeah. Brunch. He's going to drink mimosas and <laughs> any charcuterie board food. <laughs> And Jason God. just got sucked into everything that is family celebrations. Like, <laughs> yo, hey, the writers are on strike tack one. We can get that show off the ground, boy. <laughs> Zebra cakes. <laughs> we did we did have we did have the one gotta go little Debbie debate last week. So Zebra Cakes is an apropos title to the show. <laughs> Maybe we should have changed the episode title to Zebra Cakes. Yeah. Um since it's just gonna be me and you today. But no, how how we living? We good, Donald? It's just it's dynamic genius. duo. Yeah, that's Batman it. And Robin, we're out here today. Well, things are going good, going good. Um Yesterday, I went to my first haunted house. I wasn't even planning it at all. It was so early in that stuff, but Scare House had a good deal running on, and I couldn't pass up a $20 haunted house that you're, normally you're costs worse, like $40. You're worse than like you're worse than like big lots and, and home goods putting out Christmas decorations right now. You're, <laughs> it's, it's just the first week of September. You're already at haunted house stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but hey. I got it knocked out the way, so I don't got to worry about it whenever it gets crowded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did it even feel like a haunted house Halloween? S. I mean, it's whenever, September 8th. Whenever we were waiting in line, no, because it was so warm, like within the mall and waiting in line. But once you was starting through the haunted house, yes, it did. It felt like it felt good again. Well, I can't I can't be too mad at you because last night, um, my my daughter and I we stayed up. It was like twelve thirty, almost one o'clock, watching uh, the first season of Chucky um, that airs on Sci Fi. Good show. That show that show is hilarious. Like, <laughs> oh yes, I've, they um, hold no stops. <laughs> they do not pull any punches. It is just yeah, age appropriate by all means. But oh, for like, sure. I threw that sucker on on Peacock, and I got we got into the first episode, and I'm like, um, I'm definitely not dad of the year right now. But <laughs> oh, don't worry. Well, I mean, once you get into the second season, you're gonna see some stuff. Well, I mean, it's she's she's heard and watched worse stuff with her mother, so I'm I'm, I'm at least winning the parenting battle there. Um, yeah. <coughs> it definitely is, Taquan. You know, growing up, like even whenever I watched the original Child's Play, and we're we're not having a Halloween topic discussion, but just yeah. to say this real quick, because um, we got a lot to get into, even though it's just the two of us. Yes. Um, but out of like all the quote unquote serial thriller slash killer movies, mm -hmm. you know, you're facing Freddy and all them. Yeah, the slashers. Yeah, the slashers. Like Chucky was the one. When I watched it as a kid, 
it wasn't like that it scared me. I always thought like Chucky was just like more comical than mm-hmm. the other ones. Yeah. I didn't get the you know what I mean? Like there were some parts in the original movie, don't get me wrong, that that as a kid definitely scared yeah. the shit out of me. But still, like I didn't view Chucky like as that dude that I gotta yeah. be all that monster afraid of. Yeah, yeah that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that like, monster type, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Redman shouldn't have hit all that money under his mattress in, in MTV Cribs back in the day. And Chucky wouldn't have killed him. <laughs> Had the Dreamcast before the Dreamcast even came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, up there with my favorite family sitcom, The Wire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, it's just us today. Chris may hop on um, from the road. Who knows? If he has Wi-Fi out there, who knows? But... Just me and you, Donald. Yeah, do, you, um, do you got to dress up to a brunch? Because I've never been to a housewarming brunch party before. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess you got to throw on something. Like, I don't think it's like Kentucky Derby Day where you got to put on like the, <laughs> the hat. hat and, yeah, like I don't the think you got to go that far. But, but I mean, realistically, we know what Chris has on. Jeans, probably a black collared shirt. <laughs> Some black New Balances, hat and he's called, maybe a hat backwards. <laughs> he might he might be rocking the ball. Look, who knows? <laughs> you know, he's feeling frisky. But the real question is to the brunch: Did he take a significant other to the brunch? Ooh. Is that why none of us got the invite? Because true, he was secretly taking somebody that we don't know about. <laughs> Her yet to be named out with him to to meet the couple and they're they're doing a couple's brunch. Uh-huh. Is that what this is? Yeah. Now that's the question. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to do some detective work. Yeah, we do. Right there. You know, <laughs> we're gonna have to get a burner Bumble or Tinder account and see where Chris is at. I'm, I'm about to call a couple of my people, my connections, yeah, yeah. and see what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> I need you to take a drive uh, to here and here. Right. 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 Yeah, and I'm not paying you for this. You know, maybe no. I'll get you a six pack of beer, but that's about it. Oh, yeah, this is pro bono. <laughs> pro bono, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, big day, big week in pro wrestling. Um, I'm actually glad that, like, there's just collision on tonight and nothing else. Yeah, like, we've got bombarded the last two weekends with wrestling on yes, top of what normally comes through the week. So, mm-hmm. Last night, like I said, I kind of took a break. I didn't watch anything live last night. I read up on it this morning and watched some highlights and stuff. Um, but yeah, it just kind of feels to be like, okay, a breather. Something like yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't got to commit 12 hours of my weekend to wrestling because there's just collision on tonight. Mm-hmm. And who knows what the hell that show is going to look like <laughs> moving forward because. He, he who shall not be named got. Yeah, got fired. <laughs> Handed his walking papers, um, as we know. So that's what I told we'll Jason. See. That's what I told Jason. I said, since he's not a wrestler no more, he's just getting his government name, Phil Brook. So that's how I'm pronouncing that. Man, he's a regular human again. Look at this guy. Hold on, we got a running coming. There he is. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll figure out make time gonna... for you guys a day on my busy schedule. <laughs> <laughs> we should be honored. Yeah, we should be honored. You, you look as pale as the beige paint behind you, Jason. And I was just outside. Son. <laughs> Jeez, oh, man. Dude. Wow. Look, I was helping. I was helping set up for a picnic, and uh, <laughs> when the when the work started uh, started going, figured out time to slip out. <laughs> All right, Taquan, we're going to pause for a second. Look, I get the Luigi Primo reference, but you can't just drop a pizza emoji and expect that to pass. Jason, I let it go. Jason, did that pass? Let, yeah, yeah that, pass? that passes in Jason's eyes. It's, yeah. So we got the Luigi Primo reference in early this week. We'll take it. And, you know. Comparing the Luigi Primo money to CM Punk money is hilarious <laughs> as is. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Nah, um, so, are you are you gracing us with your presence for a majority of the show, or is this like a quick run in and, and out, like one segment bit? For the for the majority. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Say so not gonna hit us with a steel chair and just like run back up the ramp. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is this the is this the LA night segment of the week where he <laughs> comes out, cuts a promo, and leaves? <laughs> yeah. But no, I was I was telling I was telling Donald Jay, I'm like, man, I'm I'm glad I don't have 12 hours of wrestling to consume this weekend. Like I just did, like I need after back to back weekends as busy as they were. Um it's good that Collision is on. I'm probably not going to watch Collision live tonight. There's college football on. The pit game's on. Yeah, there's too much. Um, Alabama, Texas is on at seven. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's way more important stuff. So expect that rating to continue to fall, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah. People, they're shocked. Come on now. Yeah. Like, why are you out there touting, oh, my gosh, look at AEW just falling on their face. They only drew. I'm like, no. yo, it was college football. And there was yeah. a premium live event on last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to get numbers. Like, I will tell you, wrestling no was a lot. Me. A lot of wrestling was background noise to me this week. It was a lot of it. Damn, Damn Taquan. Taquan, come on now. Yeah, come on now. No, not doing that. Not doing that. That's a very good comment, but I'm not doing that. We're, <laughs> nah, we, nah. Yeah, we definitely get shut down quick. Um, all right, so. <clears throat> I did. I was thinking I wanted to debut a new segment this week because we have our Mount Rushmore and we have our Jabroni of the week, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, sometimes we mix in promos with the wrestling and everything else. So I feel like we need a separate, like, hot mic segment where we just pick a promo or a backstage interview segment, something that stood out for the week, much like we do with. Mount Rushmore and Jabroni, just okay. to just to give them separate. We need the mic time separate because I feel like mm-hmm. now there are weeks where the mic time overshadows everything in ring, and that's going to be on a Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, definitely is yeah. right. This week was not one of those weeks. There were enough <laughs> really really good wrestling matches. A promo didn't get on the board for Mount Rushmore this week. Potentially, we'll see. Um, but I figured we need we need to show some some talkers some love and, and get a hot mic segment. So 
we might debut that next week. I was just going to bring you okay. off the cuff today, but to give you guys something to think about moving forward. And, you know, if Chris ever joins us from his mimosa brunch, we'll, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get yeah. out there. There you go, Taquan. I was, I was going to bring that up. That wasn't yeah. my mouth rush, but this would have been perfect for that segment. <laughs> People were like, oh, my God, it's the most amazing thing ever. And then it was like, well, wait a second. Weren't you guys just complaining about, like, when Kenny Omega did it? And, or some, like, just because WWE did it doesn't mean that it's the greatest thing ever. But that no, goes no, back and forth. It was the, stupid, but it was entertaining. Ibushi fought a doll. <laughs> in New Japan. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, everything, you know, if that would have been done at an indie show somewhere, it would have been, yeah. Cornette would have been screaming he's killing the business, but because it was Miz <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, it gets I, a pass. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think the Miz can do no wrong. I mean, look. It's in his wheelhouse. I think the, anybody else would have got criticized. The Miz. Yeah, Chris is at one of the Diddy parties. Absolutely true. Uh, but yeah, initially, whenever I first saw it, I'm like, oh, they're they're acting like Cena is really there. And it's just, you can't see me. So why not? Like, And it immediately. And the cameraman's on it sold it like was running across to the fans and then tra- followed them down the ramp and s- the slide under the ring like <laughs> it's like this is unbelievable so yeah that's that's up there but if we if we were doing promo you know hot mic uh hot mic drop of the week um I would have three options as far as hot hot mic drop of the week more towards more leaning towards two um Mm-hmm. Tony Storm in the backstage segment with Renee. Yes. Perfect goal. You know. <laughs> Growing on me. Tits out, eyes up. Watch for the shoe. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, I popped. And then you see the shoe come in the frame, and it's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. And then I thought Swerve out there cut the promo on Hangman. Like, I thought that was that was tremendous. Like, that's where I need Swerve at. In that bag right there, mm-hmm. because you know he laid it out there like, bro, you you came in all hot, hottest free agent, top of the mountain, big guy. Now I'm looking at you. You're just fat, overweight, worried about your friends. Ain't doing nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <"Damn, laughs> out there cutting, cutting people down at the knees. <laughs> and can we please get Prince Nana to do every single? Just, I, I want to hire him for a birthday party just to come out to the beginning of Swerve's song because he's so over the top extra with it that it's just like, yo, never change. Mm-hmm. Like, I need him doing that and, and Stokely Hathaway sending out tweets, and, and I'll that'll be like my all time great birthday party. This <laughs> Swerve handle is just ridiculous. Oh, tremendous, tremendous stuff. I will put Ellie Knight up there this week just for taking shots at uh, Kevin Nash. Just for taking just, just for that reason. That was my that was my other that was my third option was LA Knight. Like I when I watched it last night or watched it back this morning because I didn't watch it live, I'm like, was that a Kevin Nash thing? Like, sure enough, like perfectly done, tremendous. Like 
Yo, if he's just going to be out there capping on all the 90s attitude era guys because he's been called a 90s attitude. Do it. Fake. Do it. Do I'm it. here for it. Do it. I'm absolutely here for it. And I enjoyed his interaction with Waller and uh, Theory last night, too. It was a lot better than um, Joe and MJF just shouting out WWE for an entire 15-minute segment. But we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. So, um, per usual, let's let's start off the show with some positivity this week as far as Mount Rushmore's. I got a feeling a lot, uh, we may all be on the same page here, but I, I think I might be the, the odd man out as far as selection-wise. Jason, I got a feeling that you're going to continue this Chad Gable Gunther role of Mount Rushmore's. No, Ooh. it was good. I loved it. But I, mine was just thank you, Trish, just for that match alone. That was great. And then I got to put TK up there, just for showing he's a boss. Not for doing what I mean. Not for firing Punk. Just for showing he has a little bit of a backbone. Just coming out there and, and taking it on the chin in front of a Chicago well, he took it on the chin. Yeah, and then turned him. So, yeah. yeah, I gotta give it to TK. Wow, I was not expecting. I was not expecting that. Though. So. Okay. <laughs> I mean, first off, Trish and Becky, absolutely, my match of the night from Payback. Um, mm-hmm. The feud sucked. It took way too long to get yeah. there, but the but the blow off match was was well worth it. Like I tweeted out live as I was watching it with Chris. I tweeted out, I'm like, hey, good luck to everybody trying to follow that the rest of the night because that bar is set super high. Don't yeah. give him credit. <laughs> Don't give TK credit. <laughs> hey, at least Jason said he he showed up as an owner of a company in that situation. Instead of the EVPs that mm, just mm-hmm. won't sit in a room, if you believe the rumors and and allegedly put, oh well, if he doesn't have any incidents for six months, then we'll sit down and talk to him. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, sounds like a board meeting. <laughs> that that's what it sounds like there. Yo, mm. either either do the role and manage and handle all your employees. Even the ones that are malcontent and cause issues, because yes. that's uh, that's, that's your job. Workforce, yeah. yeah. Or give up the title. Or give up the title. Yeah, that's it. Those are the two options. Because right now it's literally just the title. Like a lot of people in a lot yeah. of companies. Oh, you just got a vice president title because they're handing them out like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. really do nothing. It looks good on your business card. That's about it. Right. Other than that, you you don't even know what the hell you're doing. And I feel like that's what that's the Bucks and Kenny right now. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted the job initially, and then after that, no, nah, we just want to wrestle. That's it. We just want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. We can't be both. Yeah, and you can't be paid like you're both if you're not going to be both. Exactly. So, but no, nah, Trish and Becky for sure was up there as can as uh, contenders for my Mount Rushmore of the week. Um. TK, he definitely ate it. Um, <laughs> pause, because that <laughs> they let him have it initially, but yeah. And the the whole "I feared for my life" statement that he made, 
that, mean, was, in a... that was lawyer verbiage. Put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that that's all that was. That was that was public PR spin for if <laughs> if Phil Brooks, he who yeah. formerly known as the artist as CM Punk, mm-hmm. decides to try to sue to get uh money that he's owed on his contract because they fired him with cause. They've already started basing the defense out there by having oh, to make course. that public statement. Oh, the way oh, that oh, of course. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Just say I fear for an oh, ass open. That's all. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> Not my life. Of course. Just an ass Look, anybody Just, that's watched yeah. anybody that's watched enough episodes of Law and Order knows exactly what was being done. There. You're just like a boy is supposed to. Mm-hmm. I pay you, you do the rest. Of right, course. Right. Yeah. That foundation was already laid that night. <laughs> um, did you did, were you in agreement that Becky and Trish had a match of the night at the pay per view? Uh, I got to go back and watch the the street ball, the street brawl because I fell asleep on that. But as far as that, yeah. My only my only <laughs> issue with the with the pay per view, and I said this to Chris when we were watching it. I get Triple H doesn't want to add matches to premium live events, mm-hmm. but at the same time. You can't have every match on the card go 30 minutes like NXT TakeOver because not yeah. all those matches could do it. and feuds were, yeah. were worthy of that length of time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the pay-per-view definitely should have had Gunther and Gable on it based off of what they did on Monday night. Like that would have that would have given that pay-per-view the energy that it missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. other With than that, underdog. I felt, yeah, I felt like we were just watching an extra long ride sometimes. They said it was live in Pittsburgh, but it didn't come across on the screen. All like that. And I know people that were there were were tweeting out and that that like it was like you said, live in the arena. And like people that were there that I know that went to the show, they were, you know, tweeting WWE, hey, we need a big time pay-per-view here in Pittsburgh. We showed up tonight and showed out. Like, give us a big show, not just some you know random mid card paper mm-hmm. premium live event that hasn't been ran in how long he's still getting punishment um, yeah <laughs> wwe hit you they hit him with that mute button they was like eh, let's tone it down a bit in the crowd <laughs> they were like we're still getting punished for uh 2014 uh rumble rumble yeah we're still getting the rumble band like how long is that band gonna carry out jeez oh man like we don't even barely get raws we get the holiday tour show like mm-hmm. hey, which one had the timer in it that was annoying that was also here. Was that Roadblock? I think it was Roadblock. Oh, <laughs> it was that. It was Roadblock the year that everybody wanted Brian to win the Rumble yeah. and he did it, right? Yeah, that's two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now they apparently everybody showed up down there. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely was a packed house. Like you could tell, it was it was filled, sold out. Um, so yeah, that that was my only that was my only gripe about the. The the pay per view was. Mm-hmm. It's not a takeover feel. You can't give everybody like there was no reason why Raquel and Rhea had to go as long as they did. No, I enjoyed it. I just felt it could have been shorter, and the crowd didn't see seem like they weren't into it. Oh, yeah, you, yeah because the, down, the build was garbage for it. True. They didn't it re- reference garbage, anything it, to NXT. So. But if you cut that match down by about five or six minutes, it probably has a different feel to it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So that that was Trish and Trish and Becky for sure. Look, I mean, 
everybody coming to PNC now, so I know. <sighs> put it in Hines. Put it in Hines. I don't well, think they I, could I, do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the Steelers would ever let a wrestling event be held in Hinesfield. Um, unless it's WrestleMania, just because of the money it would generate. But a PNC Park for maybe like a money in the bank, something like that, I could get behind 35, 40,000 people there. Um, I don't know. It's just. You would think, given Pittsburgh and the, the wrestling history in Pittsburgh, that we would get more love mm-hmm. from Especially WWE. the wrestlers that are from here. Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, Bully Ray says it all the time, Pittsburgh's the hit or miss crowd, which makes no sense because everywhere I go, there's people watching wrestling here in Pittsburgh. Like, you go to a, an IWC show at the Wild Things Ballpark and you're drawing, you know, a couple thousand mm-hmm. people. Like... There's indie shows all over and around the area. So yeah, like all those Ring of Honor shows we went to, the NXT tour shows we went to, like all that stuff was packed. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the setup of the city itself, and maybe not having the infrastructure, the landscape had, as far yeah. as like hotel space and everything else for a bigger pay per view. Um, because that could be the case, but mm-hmm. I just feel like the. The fan base definitely is here, which is for whatever reason. I mean, no, we'll see. Um, but yeah, kudos to the ladies for for that. Um, Donald Mount Rushmore, are you going Gable and Gunther? Yeah, we talked about it. So, Gable Gunther, I mean, what could you say about that? Like, what bad can you say about that match? I mean. Yeah, you have the tall, brooding champion there, and the scrappy, and the scrappy challenger. I mean, it's a mix made in heaven. I mean, did, Corey, it, Gra- it Corey Graves react. on his yeah, Corey Graves on on after the bell, or I think that's the name of his podcast before the bell, after the bell, whatever it's called, something with a bell in it. Um, he compared it to like it was it was a real life Rocky versus Drago. Mm-hmm. feel based on the underdog and the oh you're never going to overcome this guy mm-hmm. and I thought that was a good comparison for the matchup itself <clears throat> but they definitely showed up and showed up I mean yes, look I've said it on the show multiple times we've said it as well other people want to show like Chad Gable's a guy yes he is you know, yeah. um, that match and his expressions during the match, the strap down, strap up, strap down, pause. Like that was the that was the closest to me feeling like he's Kurt Angle than actually watching Kurt Angle in the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's who I coming. said that he should be. He should be based off of all along <laughs> because he does everything that Kurt does. He's legitimate. Amateur wrestler, Olympic team, doesn't have the gold medal. But he does all the comedy stuff that Kurt does. Yes. And when he gets serious, he gets serious, and he can flat out go in the ring. Yes. And and look, if you bring up those Creed boys, saddle them with Jason Jordan. (laughs) Because he did that match, right? Yo, 
we brought up we brought he's up a hell of a producer, boy. Ooh. Man, this boy can produce. <laughs> he's on a hot streak right now of matches <laughs> that are just tearing it down. Now you have to have the people, just like any head coach, you gotta have the players to be mm-hmm. able to go out and execute, right? Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, like if you're not giving the players the the tools or the preparation mm-hmm. or the game plan to go out there, yeah, that's the game plan to execute. Then yeah, it's not going to come across the same way. But he's on he's on his Nick Saban, his Bill Belichick, <laughs> his Andy Reid Chiefs run. Like he's on a run right now. So I don't know if the I don't know if the PWI gives out you know. Producer of the year. I know they hand out everybody else fucking <laughs> awards, but he's definitely on the short list for producer of the year as far as matches go. Because I, I'd like to retract. I the, I'd like to retract the statement. Uh, we went to an NXT show a while back, <laughs> and he came out and like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I'd like to take that back. <laughs> I'd like to take that back, Jason Jordan. <laughs> I owe you an apology. <laughs> Look, look, Jason's showing mad love today. He gave TK love. He's uh-huh. giving producers love in the back. This guy, he's saying anything to get out of doing manual work. Right, <laughs> he's writing wrongs from the past. Yeah, like I see how he is at work, work when he goes into the boss's office. Hey, let me talk to you about something real quick. You've been so, out here for like fifteen minutes. You got to work. Yeah, yeah, ain't got to work. Guys, unbelievable with it. Nah, but Jason Jordan definitely, like, I know he can't get a Mount Rushmore because he's not in the ring, but unbelievable with what he's doing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he definitely figured, like, if I can't wrestle no more, I just got to step this up, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because if not, I'll be looking for a job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <clears throat> so yeah, Gunther Gable for sure. Um you I mean, I talked about it last week on the show. Hoss fight. Big meeting men slapping meat. Meet forever. Um, pause. Hobbs and Miro was like just everything I wanted in it was good. a pro wrestling match. Like Joe and Shane Taylor were were was good as well. Like those were my two just because of the matchups. Like, but Hobbs and Miro was like not saying that Joe and Shane Taylor aren't athletic, but Hobbs and Miro was like a more athletic version of that match. Okay. And then the crowd, the way the crowd was doing that match, like you want to go back and watch how a crowd can elevate a match and make it even better without stealing from the match. Mm-hmm. That crowd during that match was just insane. Like from the chance, the the standing, the just the entire time they were there. Um, and, and then we had the intrigue with. With the debut of uh, Miss uh, CJ Perry um, coming out afterwards, shocked about and that. And I love, I love the music hits, and on the LED board, the first thing that pops up is what hot and flexible. 
just like the promos. <laughs> just like the promos. Like, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> she comes down, hits Hobbs with a chair, you know. And then Miro, like, is looking at her like, is she real? Are you really here? This, that. And he, like, he didn't even really acknowledge her. He just kind of, like, shook it off and rolled out the ring and walked away. So, like, there's some intrigue there. They just didn't automatically just throw them together. And it's like, oh, they're back together. Miro and, and you know, Rusev and Lana back together. Like, no, they they put some they put some spikes on it. And I'm, I'm here for it to see where it goes. But Hobbs and Miro, for me, just... Yeah, that was everything that I wanted out of that match and more. I'm mad that they just threw it on the card, but no, nah, it was it it delivered. Um, and I hope it's not over because there's more that you can tell with them too. So, um, them for sure. So that's my Rushmore this week. Anything else that you guys had? Kristen had sent nothing in, so yeah, you know. He was probably too busy picking grapes off of a vine for his brunch and, and couldn't <laughs> send in his Mount Rushmore. His, um, his peach button-up shirt. <laughs> He's gonna be so mad when he listens back to this show. <laughs> he wants he wants to get he wants to get me all riled up and push my buttons with one gotta go and drink of the weeks and everything else. You know, talking about my takes and this, that, and the other. What's the criteria? What's the criteria for a brunch, Chris? Give me that. <laughs> okay, here's your criteria. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So there's your positive moments for the week. Let's get into the negative. Jabronis. Where you want to go? Because I got a couple different options for Jabronis. I'll um. I'll start with the NXT Women's Title Match. When you come on the show and the competitors are already in the ring and you give them exactly five minutes for a match. I, I, yeah, I thought I, I think I gave them an extra minute six. Okay. <laughs> because it was once, like, they, cause <laughs> once they started fighting, it was a minute 46. Once Keanu got pinned, it was 646. I was like, they actually gave them five minutes. I was like, that's doing a disservice to your challenger, your champion, and mm-hmm. the whole division altogether. That was and awful. Watch- and why did you even have the match if you were just going to have Becky get on there and cut a promo and yeah. she's showing up for a title match next week? Exactly. Becky's uh, uh, Becky's promo was almost as long as, I mean, almost. As the match. As the match. <laughs> via satellite, via tape. <laughs> was like... Yeah, like they, they used the match in the promo to fill out the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. Like that was their segment one. And it was like, come on now, you can't do that to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like a total disservice to the division. And in that match, even though Kiana's, uh, you know, she's decent in the ring, like she has her moments and she looks really good at times in that. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely times in there watching Tiffany where I'm like, okay, you're still super green and should not have the belt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like when you're taking a shoulder tackle in the corner, you can't jump in between the turnbuckles before <laughs> she hits you with the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> And she did it like three times in a row. Like you can't, you can't do that, or at least don't have the camera guy in the <laughs> right angle there. where it's directly there. Like, change the shot after you realize what's going on. Like, but yeah, that that was a complete disservice. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they, my other gripe with NXT was, can we not? 
Look, I know the NXT parking lot is the most dangerous place on earth. <laughs> but now we just move the parking lot to the backstage bar area whenever there's 17 groups conversing and then all of a sudden a fight breaks out all the time. It's like the middle school lunchroom. Like there's a fight every single period. Like what are we doing right now? They got the locker room, next thing you the boiler room and they're they're complete. They got the whole three, setup. There were three backstage fight segments last week. Three. And they all started the same way. <sighs> How you just get back and get a title shot? Oh, you ain't appreciated that stuff. And bam, there you go. AEW yeah. all over again, just brawls. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Um, the other highlight from NXT, though, that was a contender for Mount Rushmore. I know we're on Jabronis, but I just want to mention this because you brought up NXT, Donald. Dragonoff really doesn't have bad matches. Like, I was shocked I enjoyed that match with Aura Mensa as much as I did. Because they made me turn off NXT last week to where I didn't even finish watching NXT. But they went out there, and they had a freaking smash mouth of a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I know Dragonov is not going to get no votes for Wrestler of the Year because he's in NXT and hasn't held a title why. and everything else. But why not? Like, How many, how many times has this man been on Match of the Year? Uh, every time, every time he steps in the ring, every time he does. Yeah, like he might end up. We, you know, we might have our Mount Rushmore of the year for our year end wrap up. Instead of giving wrestler of the year, we're going to, you know, running with the gimmick, brothers. Um, <laughs> do Mount Rushmore of the year. Dragon's going to be hard to not put up there right now. Like, you know, eight months into the year. He's out there still in shows on a Tuesday night consistently. So, yeah. So, no, NXT, definitely a flub there with the women. I was I was super mad at that on Tuesday night when they started the show that way. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, my jabroni, I was debating this because there were a couple of different things. But first off, you can't give the uh, the original Adam Cole MJF storyline to Jericho and Guevara <laughs> because that's what they did. <laughs> they took the original, oh, we're going to put you together. You guys are going to like each other. You're going to act like you're going to like each other, and then you're going to turn and split off, and one guy's going to be a heel, one guy's going to be a face. Cole and MJF got over together, which is why they're still together. You can't just move the storyline to two other people and, and make it look like it's an original idea. You can't do that. Terrible. You talk about Jason handing in other people's homework all the time on the show. That's what Tony Khan did there. It was like your it was like your older brother or sister that had the teacher the like the year or two before you, and then they just gave you the test. their paper that they wrote. <laughs> Uh-huh. You handed in the same paper with your name on it. Like, come on, dude, I'm gonna call you out on that. Like, I already read this paper. You can't have the same exact storyline. Just two different people. Um, so yeah, so I didn't like that. And I hated the MJF and Samoa Joe. I hated it did it. nothing. It did nothing. You can't be out there for 12 minutes shouting out WWE. <laughs> Free pub, free pub. Yo, they reference the, they reference them on TV way too much. 
Yeah. And it's usually always done in an MJF segment. <laughs> like Tony Khan is not realizing what he's doing. If there it really is a bidding war of 2024, mm-hmm. he's out there giving love to the competition all day long. <laughs> Can't do that. You might as well put that Jacksonville Jaguar title up on the store. Because <laughs> you're doing the same thing. <laughs> there, There's ways to reference your history somewhere else mm-hmm. without naming the company that you were in. The brand. Like, like Joe's line of the last time I did something with an ice cream truck, I was the biggest star on the other places network. Mm-hmm. As a fan watching, I know exactly what he's talking about. But he's not giving WWE the rub right there by mm-hmm. saying WWE, like, or even the, the push on the uh, on the on the ramp. Yeah, you that was it. it. That was enough. There, we get it. We don't yeah, need we you. Mm-hmm. We don't need MJF to recap the entire story about how he had a tryout and brought in, and then they made him an extra and a security guard, and then and Joe's <laughs> reasoning for pushing him was, "Oh, you're just a bitch." Come on now, really. <laughs> Really, it wasn't because you were a kid, which MJF blew up after the third time of hearing himself being called kid. When MJF is still what 24, mm-hmm. 25, like <laughs> Joe's 40, like, yeah, you're your kid, you can't. like, yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't, you can't go out there and just give that amount of free pub and <laughs> to regal and regal and trips and man, just, just naming everything off. <laughs> it was like, gosh, it, it did not. And, and then to end it with two nut shots. <laughs> That's, on, WWE. That's WWE. That's <laughs> WWE. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was a potted plant in that segment. Come on, dude. Mitch. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I was like, and, and the other reason why I put it as Jabroni of the Week. Because you gave away the finish to your stupid tournament you did. that you're running through the night to yep. know who he's wrestling at Grand Slam. Yep. Also, uh, neck brace strong ain't making it through. Of course no. not. <laughs> yep. Yep. But you I did. mean, yeah, you gave away finish away. Mm-hmm. We just said that. I think Donna was that you last week that brought up with the tournament, or it might have been you, Jay, where you said, "Don't, crazy. don't give me the finish." Oh. Don't give me the finish of the tournament before all the names are announced. And they did that on Wednesday night. <laughs> so whenever Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy fought on Rampage last, uh, last night, you know who won. <laughs> no need to watch they, the match. Have, has, there, has there not been a predictable tournament they've had so far? No, Honestly, I that I can remember the only tournament – that didn't that was not predictable that ended differently was the first tag team champ to crown the first ever tag team champs. Okay. Cause you had Private Party upset the Young Bucks in the first round. Yes. And then you had SoCal Uncensored win the win the belts. Yeah. Like that was literally the only one that I could remember that wasn't a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Still be Darby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, rest in peace, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch getting a lot of pub on this show today. Um, yeah, Taekwon, sometimes five minutes is all you need, but at the same time, maybe you got to act like you got a leg cramp to extend the segment a little bit, right? <laughs> Roll out and take a powder. 
walk around the room, stretch the back out, you know, <laughs> then get back in the game. Um, Charlie Horse. Yeah, Charlie Horse. I get it. Hey, I didn't drink enough water. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me pause for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, like that MJF, Joe, like, I can't. So between those two things, like, I was like, all right. I know it sounds like I'm shitting on AEW every single week, but man, at the same time, they ain't like, giving you anything. We're we're just rehashing stories and moving them from people to people, and you're throwing tournament after tournament out there, and like, is Tony Storm part of the Outcast still? Like, I it's I don't I don't know. You, they, you don't know. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> It is what it is with that. But that was my jabroni of the week this week because I was I was I had very high expectations for the first Joe MJF confrontation in a ring. Mm-hmm. And the way MJF led off and what he said to Joe originally to start the segment, I tweeted out right away. I'm like, yo, Joe's about to cook MJF. Mm-hmm. And then it just sunk like a battleship. Just <laughs> torpedo. We went with junior high WWE booking. (laughs) (laughs) And if those two went out there to cut those promos together, like that's what they decided to go on and talk about, then shame on those two. Yeah. Because they're better than that. Not to steal MJF's catchphrase. But they're better than what they gave us on Wednesday night. So... Like, right now, I have no interest in even watching them two wrestle when originally I did. Yeah. After the shove on the ramp and the choke out, I'm like, okay, we're cooking. Good enough. We're cooking with fish <laughs> grease. Mm-hmm. And that fish grease turned into a grease fire real quick. <laughs> so now you just got some burnt tilapia. I don't even know if you could save the dish at this point. And tilapia is not even a real fish. <laughs> So there's my there's my jabroni. Jay, what do you got, Jabroni? I'm gonna probably throw my mother on Jabroni of the week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a clip of the week. Damn. So so forget all the dear mamas and, and mama I love nope. you songs and everything else. Jay's just chucking no. his mom right right in front of the bus. A 61B drove by ran her right over. <laughs> So whenever we go out for like cookouts to my brothers, I stay in the house and I watch wrestling. I'm not trying to be outside. So I'm in there, you know, peacefully watching my wrestling. She comes up talking, talking to, talking to my sister, talking. I'm pausing. I keep it on pause every time until she shuts up. So she comes in and we're, I'm watching the vice. Bash at the, bash at the beach. Or was it bash at the beach? Bash at the beach. Mm-hmm. That documentary? Yeah. So I'm watching that. I'm like, okay, can y'all shut up? I'm watching this. Well, we watch we watch wrestling 24-7. Okay. And they're just pissing in my ear. Wrestling this, wrestling that. And all of a sudden she got to get called away to make a plate. And she's like, hold up, pause that for me. <laughs> now she's interested in it. So now I gotta recap the whole show for her. Cause now she's interested. I, mean, I tell you, they hate wrestling, but they'll watch the hell out of the documentaries. I can't take it. <laughs> because it's the backstory. And all that. It's, I, no, it's no different than. I was the backstory. I had to fill it in. <laughs> the story. You were, you were 
You were the Morgan Free you were the Morgan Freeman narrator. <laughs> I had to narrate the narration. I was I had to narrate just uh, Chris Jericho. Come <laughs> on. You you can't have you can't have that go down like that. I'm still mad that you put your mom on Jabroni of the week, hey, but look, she was like She's going through the store. She's like, "Don't make me hate Hulk Hogan." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we already do." <laughs> Not gonna tell you why, but we already do. <laughs> Done it to himself. <laughs> to himself. Did you see? Speaking of Hogan, did you see the memes going around of Hogan about him like being the guy that went into Tony Khan's office to get him to fire CM Punk? Yes. <laughs> Brother, he's no good, brother. You got rid of him. Can't draw money with him, brother, brother. Let him go, brother, brother. <laughs> Put the title back on me, brother. I think he's back up to the mountaintop. It's like, oh, man, those are hilarious. Like, tremendous stuff. Tremendous stuff. Um, All right. Anything else, Jabroni, of the week wise? No. Do we got a game uh, this week? <coughs> yes, we do have a game. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's pull this up. <laughs> push berry release. We're doing, a push, one in a while. We're, we're doing a push berry release and. At the uh, peak height of their popularity, Pushberry release Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker. Now I'm talking about the highest of high of their popularity. Yo, Tack on. Hold on. Pause. You can't put an entire segment of women as your jabroni. Like Jason's mother is bad enough, but you're putting an entire <laughs> ethnicity of women out there. And that's the wrong group of women to put up there. Like, they're going to be the ones to kill you in your sleep. You can't do that. Never seen Bad Boys 2 with the shootout with the Haitians? Can't do that. I hate you for this. <laughs> oh, Chris man. was like, oh, so you choose a violence this week. I was like, eh. So, yeah. So, so I mean, you. arguably, you could have these three on your Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling, right? Yes. Yeah, they these three and throw in any one of the four and, Flair, Michaels, Hogan, Cena, whatever the case whoever. might be, right? Yeah. Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Surprise, nobody said Judgment Day with the with the title victory to put all the gold on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, Taekwon. Push taker release Austin that was, very that was good of an answer. Wow. <laughs> so the rock and Austin didn't have the longevity of Taker, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um the rock had so many moments that would just go away if you release him. That I don't know if the attitude error would be the same. Like, <laughs> man, ah, dude. So... 
Taekwon's take is not far off. Like he, I'm sitting here thinking that I'm, I'm, I may be swayed to go the same way with this. Mm. Well, what do you got, Donald? Since this was your your week and your game, <clears throat> I will. Wait, Let's wait, go. wait! Pause. You you don't even have an answer already, ready to go. Like you're no, because I was on. Yeah, I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> it's so tough. I was like, man, I have to put this out for everybody. Like you, it's almost it's almost blasphemy to even say bury and release to one of these three names. Exactly. How many titles does Taker have? Uh, like WWE title championships. Yeah, I think six or seven. I think he has. So they're, all around, I mean, so they're all around about the same. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. Like, to me, I, I'd never associate champion with Taker. That's because the gimmick and the legend was so yeah. much yes. more than what the title was. Taker has seven. Okay. Stone Cold has seven. Damn. Okay. Um, look, I'm gonna go push rock because he gave me the best moments. I'm gonna go Barry Stone Cold. And I'm gonna go release Taker. Oh, <laughs> now mine's would be much like get WCW. out of here. You didn't even go. get out of here. Much like WCW, <laughs> you're releasing the Undertaker. Uh, so no, that was no. a business decision, not well made. Now who looks to want to jump in? Oh, do we have another run in? Yeah, we got a run in. Get him out of here. Hold on. What's up? Oh, Do you have on jeans and a pair of black New Balances? I got on the charcoal New Balances, but I got on khaki shorts. Charcoal? Oh, <laughs> and what the hell kind of show is this now? Because I had a, a French runway with the dumb marks. What the hell? <laughs> I thought you would add on boat shoes. <laughs> just li- look, just listen back to the show okay, afterwards. I'm not that kind of white, man. <laughs> just listen back to the show afterwards, and you'll definitely understand why we said what we said as far as no, your I, outfit. I this- Don't worry. Oh, no, you got it? Okay, good. <laughs> Big Brother's always listening to that. <laughs> the master no, of the controls. Like the NSA. Master of the controls. <laughs> <laughs> he had to hurry up and pay for the hot spot in the car so he could get on because he was like, yo, they're talking bad. How, how is it so far? Is it okay? You're like good right now? Yeah, you're yeah, good. you're good. You're good. Uh-huh. Are you sitting at a red light? I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, for a push Barry release, I'll push the rock. Barry and Undertaker releasing Stone Cold. Oh, because uh, because for me, Rock and Taker are more wrestlers than Stone Cold. Stone Cold was more of a brawler. Stone Cold only became a brawler after his freaking neck broke. At the height of his popularity, his neck wasn't broke yet. No, nobody, nobody hit the heights of popularity as Stone Cold did. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push Austin... I'll bury, uh, I'll bury the rock. Bury Taker and release the rock. 
Can't believe I just said that. <laughs> you want movie star rock? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing along with the rock. <laughs> most people know it. Most most people nowadays know more for movies than yeah. for wrestling. He's like the Ice Cube of of the wrestling world. Most when my, know when my niece Cube. said he used to wrestle, I was like, you know what? I'm done with you. <laughs> I was like, LL Cool J. My daughter was like, wait, he used to rap? He wasn't just on NCIS Los Angeles? Yeah. He doesn't just host award shows? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't just hope, host lip sync battle? Like, <laughs> oh. Chris, do you got an option for this? I do. I thought about this one. Uh, I'm going to go push the rock, bury Stone Cold, release The Undertaker. <clears throat> my option. As much as, I mean, it, it's so hard to pick. Donald just came for violence this week for a lot of things. <laughs> this, this was a tough one just because probably three of the greatest in the Attitude Era, but I enjoyed yeah. Rock and Stone Cold more than I probably say I enjoyed Taker at that time, so. Do you have um, do you have a Mount Rushmore or Jabroni of the week this week? I did. I, we can go into it. If not, we don't have to. No, we already gave oh, ours. So this is yeah. you coming in. I mean, doing... I, I'm going along with most of you. You know, Walter and Gable for for my. Well, Mount first Rushmore. off, his name's Gunther, not Walter. <laughs> Let's get it right. Chris putting up something from WWE. <laughs> Hey, somebody, somebody put up a, a picture of Keith Lee in like an oversized Snuggie and said, poor Walter. <laughs> yeah, Gunther and Gable, that was, that was my Mount Rushmore for the week. Hoping it's not over. You know, we got Fastlane coming up next month. I would like to see at least one more match between the two of them. I feel like they would you make it like better a... than, you know, having commercial breaks on TV. Would you give them like a like a like an Iron Man match? I've been back and forth. Like, do I want to see an Iron Man match? Like, I don't want to see a half hour Iron Man match. I'd rather see them do the whole Iron Man. Or okay. I was thinking maybe two out of three falls. But I'd say between the two, I'd rather have an Iron Man match. Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man would be good. Two out, of, two out of three falls really doesn't work because they haven't like Gable won with the count out, so it's not. It's not like they both beat each other and we got to see who's better because mm -hmm. this yeah. is the rubber match type deal. The Iron Man, I think, would work just because of it being those two and you give them the time and let it run and they're going to cook for 60 minutes. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. so. And what's your jabroni? Uh, my jabroni of the week was payback in general. I just, you know, Steve, you and I both watched that one together and Honestly, I, the more I thought about it during the week, it's like if you weren't there, you know, watching it, like we weren't watching it together, I probably would have fell asleep on that event. Like I was so, like as much as I thought about going to see it during the week, I am so glad I didn't pay for it to go down for that. Yeah. yeah. It lacked the energy at times for sure. So. All right. Are you almost, did, did you have to stop and pick up like, um, you know, a certain like Greek cheese to add the charcuterie board for this brunch or what? You know exactly who's hosting this brunch, so it's not that type of brunch. This, a, I, got, I got a text yesterday. It's more of a, 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 a cookout party than it is a brunch. Well, so fried chicken is the hors d'oeuvres. 
Perhaps <laughs> 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 so you can use a finger food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a follow-up after it's over. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, me, me, and Donna, me and Donna were about to hire some private eyes. We we're like, "Hey, is yeah, this, we got to investigate." Is this the? We didn't get the invite because he, Chris, is sliding off and bringing a significant other that we don't know about yet, or yeah. what, what's going on here? You got paying that camera to the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! You're riding with John Cena. <laughs> 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 tremendous, tremendous. All right. Well, have have fun drinking orange juice and champagne. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what's there. How many people are going to be at this brunch? I don't know. Is Greg going to be there or Gary? Oh, you're dropping names? <laughs> no, he has a neighbor. He has his neighbor. She told us about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we we appreciate the running, and um, you know, we've already um, broken. I don't know how many driving laws. Um, so, you know, might as well just drop Any, this dude out. Huh? Anything for you guys. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank, thanks for showing up. Glad you put in the effort today. <laughs> Talk on. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris is trying to read it. Real sound driving. <laughs> That's tremendous. That's tremendous. All right. You got anything else you wanna you wanna talk about or say, Chris? I'm good, guys. Your show today, right. not mine. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Uh, continue to to listen in like the NSA does, and um, you know, <laughs> you got something else to spout off about. You know, by all means, feel free to jump back on. Oh, I'm with you till the end. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. This guy's committed in the car. Look at this. Uh -huh. Um. I know we, we, we covered Mount Rushmore and Jabroni and all that, but I did want to bring up a topic to you guys because I saw this a lot over the last week with some of the upcoming shows from AEW, and we we brought it up on the show. 20 years from now, what's AEW going to be remembered as, right? Mm -hmm. um, so right now, for the Arthur, the Arthur Ashe Stadium show, there's 12,000 tickets set up, only 5,000 sold. So there's over 6,000 tickets still available for the show. There was another another incident as far as tickets and shows. Um, I believe it was an upcoming Dynamite in Cincinnati where they only have like 1,100 tickets sold where the same show in the same building a year ago they had over 7,000 people or whatever it was. So, like, That's are we really starting too. to see, like, the <laughs> ultimate decline in AEW? Like, if you can't sell out your, your weekly shows, your numbers fall off like that. Like, a 1,000 people at a show is an impact taping, if we want to be real. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Impact rub this week. Hey, <laughs> listen, Impact. Victory Road was last night. We got the thousandth episode of Impact tonight. Tommy Dreamer didn't have to retire. He won the the, the digital media championship belt. A lot of stars studded tonight episode with the 1000th show of impact so now are they running the larger stadiums at all or just for like the, the smaller what, for, their, for their dynamites in that yeah have they have they moved so, up to the bigger venues well i believe like the the wrestle dream event that's upcoming that they talked about like that has low ticket sales right now mm. um they announced the forum. They announced that they're doing the forum for full gear out in LA. So I mean, that's a bigger stadium. That is, that's big. A bigger arena. I feel know? like the, I feel like the pay per views will still sell out though, or still do good numbers. But can you get by with only having like say three to four thousand tickets sold for your weekly Dynamite show? No, because that's going to start impacting uh, bottom line. They're going to have to start switching venues. They're going to have to go to venues that hold that. Like impact does, you know, you can't have a, you can't have a fourteen thousand arena and just you know running that out for however much that costs and you know getting you know four thousand tickets in there only. Yeah, yeah, because the Daly's place. Yeah, because the losses are going to catch up. They are going to catch up real quick. But do we need Grand Slam every year? No. 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 Like do like. Instead of just holding it like WCW used to hold the Georgia Dome once a year, just do it as something big, you know? Like, know you have something to sell that out or, like, to hype it up. Like, don't just do it just because it's September. So you're saying, like, uh, put one or pay-per-views in there, you know, whenever it's time. They could do that, They could do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting to see because you're coming off of an 80,000, you know, sellout of Wembley to I don't even know what the actual ticket sold for All Out was. And that pay-per-view was better than what it was supposed to be given the card whenever it was announced. Like, I, I enjoyed All Out. I, I thought it was a better show. You know, they definitely delivered on that. And say what you will about Mox and Orange Cassidy, but I mean, they had a hell of a match, um, depending on even if you don't like either guy. I didn't like how they opened the show on Wednesday with yeah, that was coming out. And then Mar- like that was stupid, but whatever. Um, Have they toured over there yet? No, they just did the show at the they just did Wembley. Yeah, took a yeah. tour over there because I mean, if you take a tour over there, they'll sell out. Yeah. That's not. I mean, that's not a bad idea. You go over there with a tour, host a dynamite or two over there while you're on tour. Yeah. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. can definitely do that for sure. That's what um, Tony said in the media scrum after all in. He goes, you know, people were telling him he should they should have done something, like they should have had dynamite there that week or in collision yeah. and stuff. And he was saying, he goes, yeah, he goes, but I didn't want to take away from the first event being at Wembley. And I was like, and I get that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't do, like, next year, I know they already committed to Wembley, but, like, if they would have, say, done the O2 instead of Wembley next year, you could have you could do a tour, you know, and hype that up around it. Well, you still, you, you still can. They look at WrestleMania. They rent out, you know, the biggest venue, then 
Raw and SmackDown and all that stuff is at like you know the regular arenas. Yeah. So it's possible they could do that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't like I said. I just it caught my eye because it was a couple of different shows in a couple of different locations where it was like, okay, that's definitely off from where they were a year ago, and they're mm-hmm. they're running the same towns because they they have their loop, so to speak, of where they go. Um, like I fully expect Dynamite to be back here in April, March or April, like it has been the last three years. Um, you know, when they come back to Pittsburgh in the spring. They've been consistent on that. So they're hitting their pockets. It's just right now the crowds aren't the same that it was. And conversely, you flip over and look at a or WWE numbers from a crowd perspective. I mean, they're even though they inflate numbers, but when you look at the actual ticket sales, they're still getting tilted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, three times with AEW John right now. So I mean, I'm interested in seeing how that if that continues with WWE, and not not from a product standpoint. I'm talking more from a price standpoint. You know, WWE they when we were looking at these payback tickets, they were expensive. Mm. They were marked up oh. like they was like it was Rumble, like it was Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they they keep running events like that. Like and I, that's even been some like SmackDown and Raws I've been seeing. Like like if they keep running that, like are they really is that? something that's going to be sustainable for them to run at these price points or higher long term. Oh, uh, they've been they've been getting it. So, I guess yeah. you know. They're figuring hey, if you like it, you're going to get here. So, yeah, but like it's one thing if you do it, you know, once once a year or something, but when they hit the markets, you know, a couple times a year, they're going to get that every time. Yeah. I mean, why they not? Announce, they didn't announce anything for a return to Pittsburgh yet. Usually they come back around Christmas time, so it's like mm-hmm. having a pay per view here that you know they just spend a lot of money on. Will they do another show here this year? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got to milk the cow as long as you're getting it right. Like if you're if you're getting ten, twelve thousand people consistently at the price points that they're at, I mean, there's no reason to change that. Yeah. And majority, like not necessarily that the tic- the tickets were priced as bad as they were, because some of the seats I would pay the money for. It's when you add on the taxes and fees to the tickets that yeah, make it yeah. even worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it like I looked at, price. like that's what the cheapest I saw for payback was twenty five dollars. That wasn't bad, and then over forty five dollars. Like, how am I almost paying double just for with the fees? Yeah. Then you're gonna pay for parking or and whatever, and then whatever you have inside there, and right there, just off of that, you're looking at over hundred bucks. I mean, and it's not just wrestling shows at wrestling venues. Like we're yeah. seeing that across the board with any yeah. event. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I bought tickets. To, yeah, I mean, I I bought tickets to the Pitt Florida State game, and for four tickets. You know they they play in November, but I mean four tickets it was over five hundred bucks. Woo! So it's where at? Where are you sitting? You know, I mean, I got I got good seats, but okay. <laughs> I, saw, I definitely, I that. I de- I definitely <laughs> yeah, I definitely splurged on the on the. On so the I'm not gonna flex on y'all, but we I'm down here <laughs> just, just because. 
you know, I got to go see my squad come into town and play. Um, you like, I got that ticket where you actually, like, put the helmet on and go in the game. I, I got that ticket. Yeah, so. His tickets came with a lanyard. <laughs> he, he was like, I, 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 like, I, am, I am Florida State's quarterback. <laughs> Call me Jordan Travis. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, so, yeah. Hey, damn, they need a water break. They'll come right over. Um, yeah, but it's like that with anything. So, I mean, we'll see. But it's just something to keep an eye on because that that it's outside of the norm for what they have been doing in their staple spots. Yeah. And it's all, all too right. because uh, hey, it's all too because AEW said uh, since Punk got fired, they're not. Um, or sorry, since Phil Brook got fired, they're not. Um, they're not splitting the roster anymore. Yeah, Chris, your your um, love for Collision, I feel, is going to go away very soon because <laughs> it's going to look just like Dynamite. Oh no! Oh. Hey. Yeah. I mean, one man can't change. One man doesn't have all this power. You know how Kanye said? And Kanye what? In the song he said? Another Chicagoan. That's <laughs> so allegedly how it was set up. Was it was you know he felt like he was untouchable and it was his show and he could act you know he got he could do what he wanted to, do. to and could get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's why Jack Perry's wrestler of the year. The butterfly effect. Stood up to it. Hulk lunged. Hey, out of the business. All right. We got like Michael Cole from- out lunging last week on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, since since you two are here, me and Donald, um, I guess Donald Affirmative Action came in and we had to bring them two back. But um, <laughs> Union reps. I brought, yeah, I brought up. We're getting the messages. We got called. We got the right. bond call. <laughs> I, I brought up. Um, you know, I brought up how Mount Rushmore. We got Mount Rushmore jabroni. Um, I feel like we we need a we need a hot mic drop segment of the week, um, just for promos or backstage segments. So we keep Mount Rushmore to in the ring, bell to bell. And the promos and backstage segments can come out there with a hot mic drop of the week. Unless it's something that just completely overshadows everything in ring. Like this week, there were some really good promos, but there was nothing to top the matches that we saw this week from a Mount Rushmore standpoint. So I feel like we'll have to maybe discuss that some more and, and add that into the mix as well. I saw people love at the business segment this week. You know, not that it topped anything, but <laughs> Well, that's it. <laughs> Taekwon is killing the comments. Right now. <laughs> Taekwon, we got to get that beige number up. <laughs> Donald and Jason got it on the walls, but Donald stands out. Jason blends in. So. <laughs> All right. 
we got anything else before we wrap up the show? Well, I'm good. Jason, he's coming at you like somebody else right now. Hey. And they squashed the it last you're week. Going to see. They squashed it last week. We didn't squash it. We don't squash it. <laughs> that, that's how we live. <laughs> All right. We got anything else before I cap off this week's show with, with a quote of positivity? Everybody good? Oh, Everybody said your piece? Mm-hmm. I hate you, Taquan. <laughs> Taquan, never change. Never change. What you've done in these last three to four comments is made up for the pizza emoji that you gave for the Luigi Primo reference. <laughs> hey, look, I am not the new reference. So you're definitely the new reference. Definitely. Now you'll be dropping lights, getting uh, references to Luigi Primo. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Luigi Primo line there, but I'm gonna let it slide. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in as you can do each and every single week. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us every Saturday morning live at 11 a.m. Uh, hit us up on all social media platforms at Dumbmarks Pod. Head on over to YouTube, like, subscribe, check the bell so you get notifications. Going over to Spotify, download, email the show at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com, prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod. Pick up some merch. We'll give you a live shout out on there. Everybody good? Everybody said your peace? All right. With that being said, a little quote of the week here. The distance you keep during my struggle, I need you to double it during my success. The distance you kept during my struggle, I need you to double it during my success. And with that being said, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way. <laughs>